0: A.G. Spartan Fan 35. Oh, and one more note before we get started. I'd like to apologize to
1: anyone I've not offended yet. Please be patient. I'll get to you shortly. Welcome into the 102nd edition of the TFS pod. Uh, Kind of a dead week here in sports. Uh, Bowl games kicking off uh, Friday, I believe. Um, you know, we got NFL tonight, kind of a snoozer per usual. Monday night and Thursday night games have kind of sucked. Um, Sunday night games have been pretty decent, but Thursday and Monday, oh, gross. Um, college basketball, a little kind of quieter week uh, during the week and then kicking, ramping back up this weekend due to finals. Um, yeah, but also I'll, really not much going on. We have a Heisman Trophy winner crowned. In um, Mr. Caleb Williams, uh, congrats to him. Um, then Duggan finished second. Correct. Yep. Um, so good, good for those guys. All quarterbacks, um, fun stuff. That's behind us. All the awards, kind of BS. Um, ESPN picks all of them. So you know, mostly SEC guys won. Pac-12 aside from uh, the punter, um, Rutgers punter was trash compared to Bryce Baringer, uh, he was snubbed. Um, it was that's BS um, first team All-American first team All-American Big first team All-Big 10, All-Big Ten Big Ten Punter of the better Year better stats and he doesn't it doesn't make sense guy. but ESPN did it so no no shock no shock uh, we'll go to the podium to start off like usual I'll go first um, Baker Mayfield uh, you may love him you may hate him you may be in between like me I, I mean I don't hate the guy I don't love him either um, but you gotta give props to him he gets released by Carolina on Monday um, clears waivers. Um, the Rams pick him up, and he plays on Thursday night. Um, two-day turnaround. Wins the game for the Rams. Leads them on a comeback drive, 98 yards to win it against the Raiders. Um, I mean, that's freaking phenomenal. That's a. That's just a, a football player right there. That's that's a gamer. That's a someone with grit and determination. Um, there's we need more guys like that. Um, it's just taking the most of an opportunity and running with it, a lot of people would not do that um, and and play that well. I mean, he didn't do anything great, but he he led them to a win, and, you know, they needed that. Um, That's big for his confidence moving forward. Um, It shows how how much he um, is respected by his teammates, all that good stuff. Um, They played hard for him, and he played really hard. You saw him on the sideline after, if you didn't see a video, he's head-butting his teammates and stuff, getting all fired up. So good for Baker, um, even though he's... Might be on his way out in the NFL um, as a starter for sure. Probably catch on as a backup somewhere. Um, But yeah, good for him. Um, Power to him. We need more guys like that.
0: And that's a good bright note into my more disgusted note. Pretty typical for me for a podium, I would say. Brittany Griner, or should we say Brian Griner maybe, based on some photos that are appearing on TikTok? Anyway. I am utterly repulsed and disgusted that the so called leaders of this country, the president, vice president, cabinet, talking mouth, talking pieces, mouthpieces, mouth whatever, advocated for giving up the merchant of death for an anti American, caught with dope WNBA player. If this doesn't scream optics and pandering for votes and popularity and approval ratings, I don't know what does. In the meantime, if you've been under a rock and missed this, all this while while we're negotiating to get Britney back, oh, Brittany, our beloved LBGTB, LMNOP, WNBA star, back. Oh, we need her back. No, we don't need her back. She broke a law in a foreign country. And, oh, by the way, a teacher, a white teacher, no less, who, that's why he's probably still there, arrested on the same exact charge, in the same location, in the same prison, I believe, is where he's serving his time, in 2018, still there. No mention of his name. I think his name is Mark Fogle, um, if I have that correct. Um and then to make matters worse you know the one the one guy that they really really talk about in this case is the uh, uh the marine left behind who was there for a wedding um was a, accused of being a spy no proof of that no where's he did you bring back an american hero no you brought back an anti-american pos i am I am just like I'm disgusted and I'm almost equally as disgusted for ESPN although not surprised because that night all I saw on the bottom line while I was trying to watch college basketball games was all these quotes of support and love for oh my girl be grind she's back blah 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 what does that say, ESPN, to the family of the Marine, to the family of the teacher that was left behind? That we we cared more about an athlete that checks some boxes for the press secretary or for the president to gain some popularity among a distinct minority in this country instead of bringing back true Americans and true American hero in a Marine? Are you kidding me? I am absolutely throw up on my shoes disgusted by this. I mean, you're, you're, and you traded for the merchant of death, a terrorist. Here's the thing. I'm going to read this to you. Ryan gave this to me. This is kind of a stream of consciousness from somebody must have posted this on a blog or something somewhere. Call It was in Kevin Thomas and his 10 thoughts, a mixed bag of topics today. number one, Brittany Griner and J.U. Colcrick. Michigan State fans will remember J.U. Colcrick. Number 30, great bruising running back. Uh, at the end of the John L. Smith and beginning of the, I believe, Mark D'Antonio era. On the surface, these people are unrelated in this story. Griner is a WNBA star held on a marijuana charge in Russia, and the USA obtained her release in a prisoner exchange for Victor Bout, an outlaw Russian arms dealer known as the Merchant of Death. Here's where the tie in comes Bout helped kill Americans and supplied weapons to many countries worldwide, including the Congo. Liberia, remember that one, Liberia, and Sierra Leone in their war zones. Colcrick is from Liberia, a West African country then engaged in a civil war. His father was assassinated, his adopted brother killed, and his grandfather shot protecting grandchildren. Western intelligence, including the CIA, had watched Bout in the early 1990s as his transport routes in Africa grew. Bout also supplied weapons to the Hezbollah and the Taliban, it is also baffling why he was bout was released during a war with the Ukraine, another country battling for freedom. Greiner was critical of her government and now has her freedom, while Mark Fogel, an American teacher, and Paul Whelan, an American Marine, are still both in prison. And then yet you're going to go after and you're going to make Micah Parsons for the Cowboys apologize for calling you out, ESPN and everybody else, for celebrating Griner and make him come back with his tail between his legs and apologize. No, Micah, you don't owe an apology. You don't owe an apology to anybody for having an opinion. That's more like the majority, more like mine in this country. I'm disgusted by the leadership or lack of leadership in this country. And even more disgusted with ESPN than I've ever been in my entire life. Suck it, ESPN. Suck it. All right, moving on. An equally as pleasant tee-up or flag this week in case you missed it, this one broke today. Um, Chris Beard, one of arguably, probably one of the best college basketball coaches of the last five years, and and currently for sure, just my age, he's forty nine, going to be fifty early next year. Lots of career ahead of him, right? Uh, maybe not. not so much. So, if you did miss it today. Uh, Texas suspends Chris Beard indefinitely in wake of arrest. Now we're not talking about a DUI. We're not talking about like, you know, shoplifting. We're not talking about, you know, making a, you know, a verbal threat to somebody. We're talking about choking out a woman who lived in his household. Yes, you heard me correctly. Texas to their credit didn't fire him because this is America and there is a thing called due process, so I'm I'm all about that. You know, if he's if his name is cleared, so be it. His name is cleared, but suspended indefinitely without pay in the wake of this arrest early Monday morning, arrested on a felony family violence charge, 4:18 a.m. Still, as of the writing on this, this was on Fox Sports app, um, like an hour or so ago. Still had not been released on bond. Um, third degree felony punishable of two to 10 years in prison. Ryan read some of the details like biting the mm-hmm. bites on the leg, choke, choking for more than five seconds. Like, uh, what are you kidding me? Like, wh- I get it. Like there's a separation of what we see on TV and people's personal lives, but like, wh- I don't, what is going on? What is go what is going on in society? Oh, I'll tell you what's going on in society. It's kind of the thing that I ranted about before, is our priorities are not straight, including how we're supposed to act as men, how we're supposed to treat women, how we're supposed to act as humans, how we're supposed to tolerate differences in opinions but not s- celebrate and promote them to the point of pushing down the majority. I, this, another disgusting thing. One thing, kudos to the Austin Police Department, as my buddies aptly pointed out, those, are, those officers are going to get suspended by UT because they did the right thing. Meanwhile, in Ann Arbor, we've got guys that are felons playing football because, you know, they got to win games. Thank you, New York Post, for that, that story, by the way. Um, all right, Ryan, take us out of the bad news and get into the good news. What are we doing for, uh, I guess we're back to four downs this week, right? Yeah,
1: we're going to do four downs because, like I said, it's a bit quieter this week, not a ton going on. Um, Sports-wise, so we're gonna do uh, our bowl game picks. Oh, there's a lot of them. There are a lot of them. We'll probably do half um, right here. But picked a
0: non-crap. No, we're <laughs> picking like, all of them, man. All right, all right. We're we just burn something. through them all. Why not? Why not?
1: So Friday's the first day. We got two. First one was 11:30, the hometown lenders Bahamas Bowl. What a fun name that is. UAB in Miami, Ohio. UAB, nine and a half point favorite. I don't know anything about these teams aside from UAB's got a cool mascot, the, the, Blazer. the Blazers. I think they're going to cover it just because I like their mascot.
0: Oh, we're on, on spread? Yeah. He's got to be like six and
1: six teams, I would imagine. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I know Miami either.
0: is. For sure. Yeah, oh, boy. <laughs> Bulls are so hard to pick because, you know, <coughs> do guys at the transfer out, portal, uh, do they opt? I mean, not at this level. They're not opting out. There are probably not a whole lot of transfer portal guys at this unless they're going to try to move up. But in that case, there's probably more apt to try to showcase themselves and then move up. So some of these games might actually be more interesting from that standpoint. Oh, man. Uh. Yeah, I'll well, go I'm UAB. Sorry. I'll agree with UAB. All right, Um. all right. Um, they're both 6-6. Six and six. All right, cool.
1: Um then we have the Duluth trading Cure Bowl actually um going on at Explorer Stadium in Orlando when we'll be there this week. Maybe we should check it out. Actually right. a ranked battle, U T S A. Two four, eleven and two teams. Twenty four or twenty five. Maybe I'll watch a little bit of it. You never know. That's we'll it uh,
0: go. It's kind of in the ghetto in Orlando, but hey. We've been there a couple times. It's not
1: even that it's a different stadium, I think. Oh it is? It's not, the, I think it's, their, it's not the old citrus bowl. I believe it's their soccer. I'm looking
0: this up. Oh geez, that makes sense. There's probably gonna be like six thousand people there because yeah, yeah. All these bowls, except for yeah. what did you say the other day, Ryan? There's 39 bowls and only two of them are not on ESPN? Yes. 25,500
1: yeah. people. Uh, it's, well, they probably actually stadium. have a better chance to fill that. The Orlando City Soccer Club. Um, cool. I, I, we're going straight up here. I'm going with the Roadrunners. Their quarterback's really good. I like their coach. I can't remember what coach Trailer. Jeff Trailer. Yeah, they had really a nice win over
0: Houston earlier in the year. I'll, yeah. I'll, go with, uh, I'll go with Troy. I like UTSA, but I'll go with Troy.
1: Uh, All right, Saturday, uh, we've got – this is going to be a fun one. The Wasabi Fenway Bowl. So Cincinnati's playing Louisville. You know, a little old Big East matchup there. Well, Mm -hmm. there's more. Cincinnati just hired former Louisville head coach Scott Satterfield as the coach. And their sidelines
0: are on the same side And he's he's not going to the game
1: or or he's not participating in the game um, anyway. Probably smart. Um, this could be some bad blood in this one.
0: I'm going with Cincy. Um, I don't know that the players, I mean, I guess the players care. Cincy, but I feel like has a better Cincy's roster. Cincy's players don't have any, I mean, they don't, Louisville's players can't have any beef with Cincy's players. They have nothing to do with it, but interesting. Yeah, definitely the news story of the year bowl. Well, yeah. wasabi, what the hell? <laughs> Why? It should have been something like the Duncan bowl because it's in Boston, but I'll go Cincinnati. Um Louisville's cool. fav- favored. Yeah, by I, the don't, way. I don't know. Interesting. You're going Cincy as well? Yeah, I'm going Cincy. Okay.
1: Uh New Mexico Bowl. Um got no sponsor, it's just the New Mexico Bowl. University team at Albuquerque, New Mexico. BYU versus SMU. Um wait is SMU going to the to the Big Twelve? They are, aren't they? Mm, I think so. Future Big Twelve rivals. Um I'm going with SMU um Straight up yeah, on this one, I agree. That's M. U. Pony Express. Um, then we've got the uh, Jimmy Kimmel L. A. Bowl presented by Stifle. Why? Why, why? why is it so long? Um, Three thirty Saturday. Jimmy Kimmel sucks. Isn't it? Um, Washington State versus Fresno State. This is actually an interesting game. Washington State had quietly had a decent season. Fresno's always been a solid team out there in the Mountain West. I think it's gonna be a good one. Um, I'm going with the Cougs. I think they win a
0: close one. We're going straight on this one as well. I'll go Fresno State on that one. Although Washington State did beat Wisconsin early in the season, they did. And to a seven and five season, they did. Isn't their quarterback transferring? Uh, he is not. Oh, I thought he was. Ward. No, he's good. He's a good player,
1: though. Um, then we have the Lending Tree Bowl. Uh, Hancock Whitney Stadium in Mobile, Alabama, way down there. Um, southern Miss versus Rice, Rice the only five and seven team to get in because of their whatever. Southern Miss next. Yeah, seven <laughs> Southern and a half, seven and a half point favorite. I'm going with them as well. Fighting Brett Favre, maybe they'll steal their money as well. Um, then we got the uh, SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. The interesting matchup. Florida versus Oregon State. Um, Florida's lost a lot of guys to the portal. Oregon State's got a really good defense. We're going spread here. It's is that ten, supposed to be a big 10 ball? 10 and and a half. Bowl? Um, It could have been. Could have been. Yeah, 10 and a half is a spread for Oregon State. I think Oregon State. They're 9 and 3. Yeah, they're number 14. Nice. They just extended, Oregon State. Just extended Jonathan Smith to the a beefs. six-year contract. Yep. Uh, last one for... Saturday, um, we get the Frisco Bowl, Toyo Stadium in Frisco, Texas, North Texas, who fired their coach um, right after mm. the after the uh, conference championship versus Boise State. You're going with them. Yep. Minus nine and a half. Yep. All right. Um, and then this one's on Monday. Um, we've got the Myrtle Beach Bowl, um, Conway. We got the Marshall Thundering Herd against the Yukon
0: Huskies. Um, Huskies at Bowling, which the, didn't seem feasible. Marshall's a
1: 10.5 point favorite. I feel like UConn's going to be hyped up for this one because they haven't been to a bowl in a while. I think they're going to cover that 10.5 easily, I feel like. I think like.
0: UConn might win that straight up. Give me UConn.
1: Yeah, I think they're going to be excited to play in that. Good for them. Um, good turnaround. Um, it's the only one Monday. And then we go Tuesday. Uh, we got the famous Idaho Potato Bowl on uh, Boise. The Eastern Michigan At Eagles.
0: 3.30 on a Tuesday. Who's going to
1: watch yeah, that? Yeah, five people. I'm, I don't know. The, I
0: get, I'm going to go Eastern's 8-4, San, San Jose's Jose 7-4. But Eastern plays on a weird colored field, so they're going to be yeah. used to it. So I'm going to go with Eastern. Yeah,
1: straight up, I'm going Eastern as well. Eagles
0: over the Spartans.
1: This is this is actually a, another decent game. The RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Uh, RoofClaim.com.
0: What yeah. was the hell?
1: Uh, Liberty versus Toledo uh, Liberty's lost their coach um, Toledo might lose their coach to Purdue um, I'm going uh, Toledo, Liberty beat Arkansas they're a four and a half point dog
0: I'm going with Liberty straight yeah something's got to be amiss there if I I don't get that there's got to be something we're missing I, I'll go Toledo just because you don't I mean they're both eight four even five but I yeah that that's a head scratcher to me, but Vegas knows, so I'm going to go Toledo.
1: All right. Um, Wednesday night, the RNL carriers New Orleans Bowl. Western Kentucky lost their quarterback to the portal uh, against South Alabama. Quite late, a good season. The Sun 10-2. Belt. Um i I'm going with the Jags, uh, seven and a half point favorite. I think they cover it. I think Western Kentucky's they lost their quarterback yeah. to the portal. I, think I would that agree that. with
0: that. Prime hey. time, nine o'clock Wednesday night. Woo woo. Yeah, probably watching nothing that. else on.
1: Love it. Um Michigan State's playing that night though at six thirty basketball. Um, Thursday night, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth. Uh we got Baylor and Air Force.
0: Baylor was a big disappointment this year. Yeah. Like they could have contended and a lot of people thought they would at six and six. They're favored over nine and three yeah, Air Force. I'm going with Baylor. I'm going with Baylor too. Yeah,
1: I, I I just think that I mean, I don't know. You never know, but Speaking of
0: Armed Forces Bowl, let's take a quick break from the bowl games and just say the Army-Navy game is the best college football game of the year. Screw Michigan-Ohio State. Screw Alabama-Auburn. Forget Florida-Florida State or Florida State-Miami or Michigan-Michigan State. Forget any other rivalry. Army-Navy is the best college football rivalry, period. And if you don't believe me, Go watch how that game ended. Went to overtime for the first time in the 123-game history. Um, in the second overtime, Navy was driving. It was third and goal, and they the guy fumbled, trying to make a second effort to score the touchdown. Army got it back, kind of went to the, got a couple yards, couple yards, couple yards, middle of the field, kicked a field goal to win it. That guy was so emotional for Navy for having fumbled the ball and lost the game potentially for his team. people get mad in rivalry games, people get upset, they go plant flags, they do whatever. There is nothing like that game. And then they all go and they stand for each other's alma mater. And you always want to be second because that means you won. Navy went on a streak up until the last seven years where they won 14 in a row. Army's won five of the last seven. The pageantry, the familiarity of these guys, the story of these guys, they're division one athletes that aren't gonna be NFL guys, they're gonna serve their country. Meanwhile, we're trading in the merchant of death, and these guys, and in, in, by the way, where's Joe Biden during this? Oh, I know why, because FGB FJB would be chanted the whole game by everybody there. So, a little break from the bull picks. There is nothing like Army, Navy, and I have to say go Army beat Navy because my cousin Mike, who is a colonel in the United States Army, held the nuke codes for Trump. Um, and his brother, David, who had surgery today, praying for you, David, uh, who's going to be a major uh, in the Army. Didn't go to West Point, but in the Army. My cousin, John, who went to West Point. We have family ties, so go Army, beat Navy. But um, that's the true Armed Forces Bowl and the true best college football game. I'm glad it's by itself on that Saturday. Yep.
1: It's phenomenal. That's on the bucket list for sure. Absolutely. Um, moving back to the bowl games, next Friday night we got got two, two big ones. The Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Didn't Mission State play in that one? It was second? the
0: Pool and Weed Eater Independence Bowl. Which well, we got, they played against LSU. We got
1: the Raging Cajuns uh, of Louisiana playing Houston. That's actually a decent game, I feel like. Uh, I'm going with the Cougs. Um, I
0: think they sneak out of that out the here. Mud Dogs, Louisiana? Yeah, yeah. Southeast Louisiana State Mud Dogs? Yeah. I'll go with Houston. Houston's kind of had an up-and-down season, but by nature, they should win this game.
1: Um, then we got also on Friday night... Um, Prime time, the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl,
0: the Missouri Wake We Duck Missouri. Kansas Tigers against I'm the Wake, Wake Forest. I'm going Wake. Wake's Hartman's
1: good. I'm yeah, going Wake. Wake. Wake all the way. Wake's good. Um, oh, one of my favorite um, favorite uh, traditions. The Aloha Bowl. The easy. It's been absent the last two years. The Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Um, Middle Tennessee State, screw you, uh, versus San Diego State. Aztecs. <laughs> um, I'm going with the
0: uh, I'm going with San Diego State. Yeah, I go SDSU, the Fighting Brady Hoax. Yep.
1: No headset. A couple more here, um, and we'll get to the rest next week. Um, Monday, the twenty sixth, standalone, uh, quick lane bowl. Ford Field. At 2.30 in the 30. afternoon. Well,
0: the good news is it's the Christmas holiday in the United States. That's the day because Christmas is on Sunday, so most people get the Monday off. That's the state, like. Bowling
1: Green, baby. I'm going with the Falcons. That's the
0: game that we could have been in. Yeah, that would have been fun. We beat Indiana. Yeah, I'm
1: going Bowling yeah, Green. Yeah,
0: Bowling Green. BGSU, the Fighting Jenna Cards.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tuesday the 27th, last one for... For this week, then, we'll get into the rest. Next week, uh, the Camellia Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama. we have got Georgia Southern, the Fighting Clay Heltons, against Buffalo. Um, I'm going Georgia Southern. I saw them play against Nebraska, and they were fun to watch. Um, Bulls to- got
0: bowl eligible in their last game of the season, so I'm going to go with Georgia Southern as well. Okay.
1: Well, that's, uh, that's half of them. About, um, kind of. We have more to do.
0: You know, a little shout-out, uh, Division Two Ferris State Bulldogs going for their, what, third championship in four years? Yeah, they're Something like that this phenomenal. weekend. Uh, knocked off number one GVSU a week or so ago. By the way, there was a the helmet fight. swung after that game. Nobody got arrested, but I digress.
1: No, well, why would you? Um, all right, that's, let's spot one. Or, I'm sorry, first down. um our second down. College basketball. Um, a lot's happened. I feel like since we we did our our podcast. Last, what was that, last Monday we did? It. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's been. Yeah,
0: Michigan State got right. They got a couple wins. A couple nice. A Big wins. road win at Penn State felt like okay. Got to win that, and then Penn State went and absolutely just bitch slapped Illinois at yeah, Illinois, wow. and then their coach went berserk. Yeah, about, about the lack of leadership and what. I mean, he's not wrong, but man he took it to his team in the press conference which is super interesting you know i don't know i assume he did the same thing in the locker room before he did the press conference but and that, that was a carryover, and that wasn't the first message but i mean illinois is you look at them they're, they're supremely talented i mean they they arguably starting five wise they probably really have the best starting really five the record, in too. the conference and they hey, man they can't don't get out play of the like right
1: freshmen way. i'll tell you that
0: but they also don't play as a team, and that's what the yeah. problem is. Yeah, um, that's their issue. You know, Penn State went there and just absolutely whipped them. And Penn State's interesting, as we saw with Michigan State, because they're they're not very big, they're and they old. like to shoot the three. Then they play, their guards or play a little bit of bully ball. Um Pickett boy is Pickett is a stud. Just God. back you down, butt- man, ball he's you a down. Old
1: man game. You know,
0: double digit rebounder. Um nice you know player. he's a double double guy with the potential to be a triple double guy almost every game, and then. Funk is a heck of a shooter. Yeah, you can. Out of Bucknell. a nice player. Um, that's a team that will continue to to pull some upsets. I'll guarantee yeah, they you that. It can be a
1: tournament team. I wouldn't want to see them in later in the season.
0: And I'll tell you, we saw too last week that it used to be. I kind of stopped tracking it a couple years ago because I I noticed that I was not right. Like it used to be, you know, it felt like eighty percent of the time the home team won, except for in the very obvious games. That's not really the case anymore. I mean, Nebraska got robbed. Against Purdue. I mean, a total phantom anticipation call on a clean steal yep. down one late. Would have gotten them the ball back. Who knows? They might have upset Purdue on the road. It would have been Purdue's first loss. It would have been eerily similar to Rutgers beating Purdue last year. Did Rutgers end up winning yesterday against Seton Hall? Lost. No, lost. I 32. mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, the Big Ten, like, Hey, Maryland like, Maryland looked really good in the game, and then they were getting run by Tennessee, and then they made a run at it and almost beat Tennessee in a neutral court. solid. Iowa Iowa crushed Iowa State without Murray, and then they went and got beaten overtime by Wisconsin. Wisconsin yesterday. looks good. I mean, the only like um, bad that's team. another road team that won. The like only bad
1: team per se in the Big Ten Minnesota. Everyone else is good.
0: Rutgers got screwed at Ohio State. Yeah, Speaking about did. crappy Ouch. refs, um, guy clearly it was an amazing play. And a, an amazing job by McConnell, who missed the free throw, but then defended without fouling. And he squeezed the guy to the sideline. Ohio State guy comes from clearly out of bounds and launches the three and makes it. And they don't, you know, they, they screwed it up. I don't know if the refs admitted it or not, but they flat out screwed it. <laughs> they screwed it up. I mean, as great as it was for Ohio State and good luck clearing that pandemonium, they should have conferred instead of running off the floor and said, you know what? the shot doesn't count. He came from out of bounds. I mean, it was clear. It wasn't close. It was clear. And oh, by the way, I don't know if you can use replay for that, but I'm pretty sure that's what replay is for, is to check on stuff like that. So like if they were looking at that play to see if he got the shot off, and I, I don't think they were, but if they were, man, they missed it. And they owe Rutgers. And that's the problem. I get it. Officials are imperfect. We had Ken George on here last year about this time and he talked about it and, and they're, they're imperfect, but that is an egregious mistake that you cannot yeah, miss.
1: That's, that's a win and a loss. That, that's,
0: that's big. in conference play, and Rutgers really probably arguably outplayed them um, just after absolutely dominating Indiana at home in their first Big Ten game. Uh, speaking of which, Indiana got dominated by Arizona in a neutral site game. Yeah,
1: they did. Um...
0: They bounced back against Nebraska at home. But, see, that's the Big Ten. Like Michigan Can't State be really beat a good hard. Penn State, then they kind of really took it to Brown like they should have. So that's good. Um, but like who, first of all, where's there a sure win in the big 10? Minnesota, maybe, Yeah. maybe. And that's because they're undermanned. Um, they still are going to shock some teams though, because they're well coached. Rutgers is not an easy win. No, I mean, I'm glad Michigan state plays them on a neutral site. Cause the rack, AKA Jersey Mike's arena is impossible to play in. Um, Ohio State's good enough to beat people. Nebraska's good enough to beat people. There's there's nobody in the Big Ten that can't beat anybody this year. Um, it is going to be crazy. And then you got teams like Creighton who got whipped at home by Nebraska, and then they just lost again this week, right? Yeah, it's
1: just freaking weird. Yeah, I mean, Creighton's this falling basketball. apart. Alabama's beat Houston Alabama down, beat down Houston, fifteen in the second. Who half. was about
0: as clear as the number as the best number one team you could find? Purdue's there's, number there's, one now. Really? They got up. Well, they were number one about the same last year, and they lost to Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, cra- it's just crazy. Um, Arkansas. I think this, could they, be the, this is a chaos. One here. of my favorite teams to watch so far this year, I've probably seen them play three or four times, is Arkansas. They're phenomenal if you wanted athletic. to see a team that is just purely athletic and can get what they want when they want it and plays really good They're defense. Really good. Watch the hogs. Arizona I mean, also kind
1: of like that too.
0: Arizona's got the two bigs. They're they're really good that way TCU's too. TCU's really good.
1: Memphis beat Auburn the other day. Me- this is literally going to be yeah, a chaos. Northwestern
0: here. was struggling with Prairie View A and M. This mean, is just this is going to be a ridiculous, Michigan lost their point guard for the season, and that seemed to have helped interest them interest against against Minnesota. Minnesota. So we'll see. They play North Carolina coming up, but North Carolina's out of the. They're not playing very well. No, they're terrible. Um... Current score right now, Texas is playing right now.
1: They're losing to Rice 20-12. to Yeah, that's got to be tough on them. By the way,
0: with that whole Chris Beard thing, a little fun fact, did you know? Did you know that they're playing on their roster with a guy by the name of uh, uh, Arterio Morris? Yes. Who also faces a family violence charge stemming from a June arrest and an incident with a former girlfriend? Oh. Misdemeanor family violence, but nonetheless, oh, cool. He's not seen the court yet. Yeah, he has. No, no, I has not seen the court at oh, all. Oh, I've at the court. I'm like, oh, he's, he's going good. to court. Yeah, I saw on, him dunking he's the going other to court guy. on Wednesday. Top national recruit has been allowed to play this season despite the charge. Yeah, he's a uh, player. So I think the they, I'm guessing Texas took some heat for allowing that to happen. They were not going to let that happen with their coach, but here's the problem. How do you have a guy and a coach, love or hate Chris Beard, whatever, he? clearly made a mistake here how do you have a guy like that at the helm leading guys who are of a similar ilk like i like i said there was a new york post story yesterday ryan sent it to me um uh, let me give you the give me give you the title of it here if i can find it and it was really really well done um, college programs okay with sketchy athletes as long as they help them win and you can guess who is the center point of that article michigan but it talked about other cases, too, like the murder between New Mexico and New Mexico State. Mm-hmm. Like, there is some crazy stuff going on, and nobody is held accountable, as evidenced by the fact that you can cry and whine about breaking a law in somebody else's country and get to come home before people who deserve it instead of you and, oh, traded it for the merchant of death because you don't want to hold yourself accountable. That, we have a major accountability pro- problem in this country. And it starts with how we let these young student athletes get away with whatever they want. It's it's sickening, it's disgusting, and it needs to be fixed. I mean, it's it's an egregious egregious issue. Um, I'm trying to think of. I mean, basketball wise, this week's kind of a, a little bit of a slow week, like Ryan said, because of exams. You know, Michigan State played. What, ten games in thirty days and now they're playing three games in thirty days. Um so you're kind of in the slowdown period.
1: Yep. AJ Hogard
0: Yeah. Hogard I'll say if he can if that Hogard shows up every game, that's a big ask, but that makes a difference for a Michigan State team that's gonna scrap and claw for a, a you know, hopeful NCAA berth. Um Tyson Walker's not been as hot shooting, but he's still playing well. I gotta say my whipping boy Joe, he played really well the other day. Against his level. Against his level. we got to see if he can maintain it. Michigan State needs to get Malik Hall back. Aikens is get, kind of getting back to health. Um, I like Brooks a little bit better Brooks off the is, bench. Yeah, um,
1: He brings shooting. I mean, he's, not he's,
0: he's one of the few guys that will actually look for a shot. I mean, there's lineups out there for times with Michigan State where they've got two guys that you look at and say they're not a threat. Holloman, great defender, he won't shoot. He's He's got to shoot. They, they've got to green light him to shoot. Not ad nauseum, but you know, once in a while, make them defend him. Maddie's not been playing very well offensively at all, but I also will say... I don't think, like Jet Settles said during the Brown game, that he's a back-to-the-basket guy. Like, I get pick trying to get him the – but he's a pick-and-roll, throw it up to him on the lob, get it, Get his points off offensive rebounds and fouls. He's turned into a pretty good foul shooter. Shoot ball, he 70%. did rebound the wall, ball well the other day and has lately. He's by far Michigan State's best pick-and-roll defender, even he's, though – Well,
1: and I'm telling you this, he's a great screen setter. He's yeah, his, he really is a screen He doesn't great screen get called moving screens.
0: And and he's Michigan State's pick and roll defender, and that's not saying much because Michigan State's pick and roll defense is about akin to the sixth grade team that I coached back when Ryan played. I mean, their their get back on the hedge is is bad. It's bad. Like none of the big guys. Kohler got a lot of things in his arsenal offensively at this point in time. He has zero in his arsenal uh, defensively. He's way too slow. Cooper's got long arms and he can be decent, but he gets sucked in and he doesn't recover fast enough. Maddie's at least I'd give him a C plus at defending the pick and roll, but there's teams that are just gonna destroy Michigan State on that in the Big Ten. Um and it's it's gotta be repaired as a problem for Michigan State. That is for they got sure. practice
1: time to share it up though.
0: Uh, and that's what Izzo says he wants. So we'll see. Let's we'll see. Michigan State's got what Oakland, Buffalo, Oakland, Buffalo, Nebraska. And then Michigan. Nebraska, Michigan, all at home um, in front of not many people, maybe for the Michigan game, they'll have students back in, but I would expect maybe the Nebraska game will be like the alumni zone, but otherwise, um, you know, they're not going to really get a great home court advantage. So you hope that they get healthy. You hope that they get practice time to get better and they can shore up some of those mistakes that they've been making lately. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Before we move on to kind of a fun, uh, third down a quick word from our presenting sponsor team anders realty will help you find the home that best fits your needs and they make the process simple and fun along the way the anders have served thousands of clients over 30 plus years in the grand rapids michigan area and are here to serve you today learn more at teamanders.com and we don't ask this enough but please consider supporting our sponsors they're the ones who help you know foot the marginal bill to get this thing on the air. Um, and to, to, you know, give us the, the airwaves, the music and everything else that we need to make this a professional podcast. So thank you, team Anders. Appreciate you All guys. right. Ryan doesn't know these are coming. We've talked about these things probably over the years, like in sprint type of things. Maybe we'll do all three. Maybe we won't. We'll see how fast they go, but I got a little bit of Christmas Mount Rushmore fun. I know it's, you know, we got another pod before Christmas mm-hmm. and I'm sorry if you're offended by, cause I said, Merry Christmas, you can kiss my ass. Happy Hanukkah, whatever. Uh, Christmas is my holiday, so that's what I'm going to say. Merry Christmas. So this is a Christmas, not a holiday. Mount Rushmore. All right, Ryan. Christmas Mount Rushmore, number one. Best Christmas movies.
1: Am I supposed to name four?
0: You get to pick. We can just pick back and forth, or we can have a debate.
1: Christmas Vacation.
0: Christmas Vacation is a no-brainer. Yep. That's got to be... well. All right, so that's on your Mount Rushmore. Oh, we'll do a collective. That's That goes a little bit faster. All right. Um, wait, I'll,
1: I'll, I'll name four, and you can take away what you... Uh, Christmas Vacation. Okay.
0: Elf. Okay, I can't argue with that wonderful one. Wonderful Life. Do you like that? I don't know you that. like that. I love it. that yeah, movie. That's a really great good. movie. And then Home Alone. Home Alone is a good one. All right, so I'm going to throw four more at you. So this is going to be like the Mega Mount Rushmore. Um... And we, we can debate these. So, Santa Claus, mm-hmm. the first one. Yep, first one. Um, we watched this one yesterday, and it's actually a pretty damn funny Christmas movie, although it's not, you wouldn't necessarily think of it as a Christmas movie. Daddy's Home 2. Yeah, the fir-
1: Yeah, that is a good,
0: funny one. Office Christmas Party. Yep. Hands down, one. one of the best. I'm sorry, people, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie just because it's on Christmas, so I will not include that as much as people want to say it's a Christmas Boulder movie. Polar Express okay polar express honorable mention i was gonna say for my fourth for my fourth one of maybe like you're kind of close but not you wouldn't necessarily think of them as christmas movies bad mom's christmas or bad mom's Two, the christmas one or whatever uh, yeah i've With only them.
1: seen that once i think
0: mila kunis I that is a funny funny movie so like if you got kind of like you're your, you know, obviously Christmas Vacation is funny, but you got your more Christmasy like our family tradition, we watch Christmas Vacation on Christmas night after all all the presents are open and everything, Um, even though it's on a million times. You know, we'll definitely watch Elf. Christmas Story is a good one. Not everybody likes it. I will say Christmas Story, uh, Christmas Story Christmas, it's on HBO Max, I think. They just came out. It's like yep. a sequel to that. It's actually really good, and it's really a touching movie, so... If you kind of like to get a little verklempt and emotional at Christmas, like It's a Wonderful Life, you know, that's the one that chokes me up all the time. Like A Christmas Story Christmas is is really good. If you like the original Christmas Story, do yourself a favor and watch it. And this is not a Christmas movie per se, but if you want kind of another funny laugh movie, like in the vein of Office Christmas Party and um, Bad Mom Santa and all that, her, whatever, Bad Mom's Christmas, um, holiday. It's like an all year long movie because it's about all the holidays. But that's a really funny movie too. I think that's a Netflix movie. Why Him? That's another really good one. Um, Yeah, so like the 25 days. Like I'm not a I'm a fan of the original Dr. Seuss cartoon Grinch. Not the Grinch movies. Um, I hate that on YouTube TV. It blocks out the fact that I can't watch Frosty and I can't watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That's kind of BS. You can watch them on freeform, I guess, but when they air on CBS, you can't watch them. Those aren't movies anyway, but, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff, and actually, probably what we'll do the next two weeks, because there's not a whole lot of good sports on, as evidenced by the bull lineup. All right, so that's our best Christmas movies. How about Christmas Mount Rushmore best Christmas songs? Mm, that's I say Every day, I've been listening to the, like holiday, uh, traditions. the holiday traditions on SiriusXM radio, because it's the old-timey old stuff, not the... New wave, the only new wave called Michael, oh, Buble, wave, is Michael Buble is really mm-hmm. good, but um, they I, I this makes me think about it because every day you you can like call in and you can leave a voice memo of like introducing your three favorite Christmas songs and why. So that's yep, why I that's thought about good. this. Like for me, um, Andy Williams, Most Wonderful Time of the Year, has got to yeah, be Yeah, that song's just classic. Um, Bing Crosby, It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas.
1: I like the Michael Buble version better. That is a really good one. This is really good.
0: Um, Silent Night, Harry Connick Jr.'s version is really, really good. Yeah, I love that. His is great. We've we've
1: always listened to that. Yeah, we kind of of have
0: like the Burl Ives, Bing Crosby, Andy Williams, Frank Frank, a little bit of Frank. I'm sorry, you can at me all you want. Baby It's Cold Outside is a fantastic Christmas song. I don't know why I won't play it. I'm sorry who cares about this woke me too garbage it is not a song about that unless you want to go there. Like, I think that's good. Like those are the, those are the movies like, or those are the songs. So like for me, I've always tried to find it. And I think, I, I think I kind of found it. I'd have to look for the original album. But when I was a kid, we had this Christmas album. It was a double, like it was a record. So it was a double thing and you opened it up and it was like a pop-up. So you think of like when you're a kid and you have a pop-up book and it was like a Christmas album. It almost looked like a gingerbread house, but it was a regular house. It was like the little window and you could see the fire in the fireplace and there was a snow scene and, you know, like a snowman in the yard. Like, I just remember popping that thing open and sitting there and listening to both sides of both records. Um There's an A and a B record, so there's probably like, had to have been 30, 40 songs total. And Jeez. like most of those songs though, those are like the Bing Crosby and those type of things. Those are the songs that... um that I remember as a kid. So those are the ones I like now. Like the only newer song I like is maybe like, um, the, all I want for Christmas is you, no, Mariah Mar- Carey. Yeah, that just reminds classic. me of, you know, Rachel with swim. That was always the song that the, you know, the last relay team that was the number one seed would come out to and it would get the place rocking. It's about that time when you'd switch to holiday music. So yeah, for me, it's any of the classics. Um, yeah. Any of that newfangled stuff. I agree. Yeah. Not so much. Not so much. I agree. All right. The last Christmas, Mount Rushmore, as we have a little bit of fun here. Best, you could take this one of two ways. Best possible gift now as a twenty-three year old, or for me as a forty-nine year old adult, or the best four gifts you've ever gotten in your life.
1: Oh, that's really good.
0: No. I'll start one of my. I think one, my, of the, one of
1: my favorites was when I was. I think. Third grade, when we got the Wii for the first time, I thought that was awesome.
0: Well, yeah, I remember the Wii. video game. Yeah, the Wii. I think for me, like one of the first things that stands out to me is, I I was probably like third or fourth grade, lived in Indianapolis, so the the NFL team that we got, because it was before the Colts, was the Bears, and I got, so this would have been like 82-ish, probably maybe 83, I got like a... Bears, the old JCPenney Christmas catalog that came out and they had, you know, you could get your pro teams. They weren't real jerseys. So I got like the Bears jersey with like the helmet and everything. But then I got a real Walter Payton jersey.
1: That's cool. And I had
0: that thing until the numbers wore off. That was my favorite. That was my first sports jersey that I remember. And then I also that year got a Chicago Bears. I wish my mom had never gotten rid of it. It's a vintage Chicago Bears helmet alarm clock. And that thing stayed with me up until college. I don't know what happened to it after that. But it was just like the old classic C. That's awesome. You could probably find one on eBay or whatever I should. Um, that Which reminds me of another great prize. We have a v- version of it. I just need to pop a new battery in it. It's the, um, oh, what is that? I'm going to get up and get it because it's up in my office. It's the, the Mattel classic football game. So oh, let's yeah, see. Was... I don't think it'll work because no, that yeah, the batteries are soon. dead. But like, you know, the old bleep bleep. You know, with just the arrows and whatever. I played that thing until the batteries went dead or my thumbs bled. Um, so that's like probably my second best gift that I remember. That's cool. Yeah. I.
1: How old was I? Six. We got the we got the golf cart. I remember opening up the. Oh yeah, I remember
0: that it was for both of us. For kind you of, know, I was the driver. I opened driver, up the,
1: but... thing and had the mini golf cart and i like, what is this? I thought that was cool. Last year, my lovely grandmother got us uh, round the Arcadia Bluffs. That was pretty. That's fantastic. a good one. Yeah, that's a good one.
0: Um, I wouldn't mind opening a gift to like you know, Pebble Beach or or ben Scotland dudes, Pimpers, or. <laughs> uh, I will say we already know. We, at least Ryan and Rachel got tickets, and then we got them too for Morgan Wallen. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's pretty not cool. until that's April. A, that's a good one. It's a gift that, that keeps really on giving all year belief. long. It's um, a really good gift. Yeah, a little early Christmas gift going to Orlando for the weekend. So we get a little uh, little R&R. sunshine time, a little R&R time, which is good. So, yeah, but from my kid days, though, it's that Mattel college, or that classic football game, the Bears thing. I mean, I would I would wear that thing if I played football outside, if I played knee football with my dad. Um, probably like a, a lesser... Well, the other big one that I can remember is probably similar. I was like 1982-ish. So I was probably like 9 or 10. I got my first jam box, my first AKA ghetto blasters, is what they called them back then. Um, That's cool. And I got my first cassette for it, Men at Work, at the Drug Mart in Willard, Ohio. Um, that was a pretty good gift. Nice. That was uh, that was for my grandparents, I think. It was on our Thanksgiving Christmas that we always did. Um, yeah, those bring back memories. Like now it's, it's funny because the kids are talking about how Oh, it doesn't always necessarily feel like Christmas, although I will admit our tree's been up since November 15th. Our lights have been on since November 15th. So yeah, we really christmasized our house, and we had a lot of snow right around there, so it felt like it. Now we haven't had much snow, but, um, you know, the music's been going on. But it's different when you get a little older, so it's kind of fun to is. to look back with a little bit of nostalgia. All right, moving on to fourth down, Ryan, our scramble. All I know right. you've got a couple things here you usually... Yeah, you um,
1: I didn't even think about the things I usually do. Um, we can talk about golf. The the match, that was cool. Played at night. Um, Tigers get that limp going on. Um, but he did, he did fine. His ball speed was the same or more at the end than it was at the beginning.
0: They did they play um, with glow? I didn't see it. Did they play with glow-in-the-dark balls? No. That's they what just they should have done. They had lights. The glow-in-the-dark balls would have made it more fun. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, they, only played 12 it was only 12 hole match hmm. um JT and uh Speethy one um last smack
0: smack talk smack between talk JT a, and Chuck I saw that yeah
1: it was it was pretty funny to entertain to watch some lessons here and there just inter, just cool to see those guys do that um all very receptive to it um loved it um, wish they did it more often honestly um
0: Saw so again today that the live through at, when it first started up the kitchen sink everything in the kitchen sink to get not only Tiger but MJ associated with them. Of course they did. I hate the live tour, bunch of a holes. Kind of just go away. The
1: PJ Tour um, early um, first full week of uh, January is the first tournament, right?
0: Yeah, the one that the Century, the century yeah. right? At so
1: we're getting close. We'll start Kapalua. doing picks again. I can. I won last year, so.
0: I always win. Um yeah, I didn't have as good at betting year. I haven't had a good betting year this year lately. Until NFL's been kind of bailing me out a little bit more. But man, college basketball is impossible to pick. Last year, yeah, I could get away. Tough. I could get away picking. You know, on any given night, 25, 20 to twenty-five double-digit favorites, and just pick the money line. You wouldn't necessarily win much money on a, a dollar bet, but like you know, a dollar to pay six, seven, eight bucks for basically picking 25 games. And I hit that like two or three times last year. I think I hit a 25 twice. I hit a 20 once and I hit a 20 early this year and then all hell broke loose. And I, I'm still usually like 18 out of 20 or whatever, but like some of these games seem so obvious and yeah. not. So I've been staying away from them or, or betting less and less, but, um, NFL has been a little bit more predictable to bet lately, I would say. Yeah. I agree. Except for. How about the 49ers? Mr. Irrelevant. Rock Purdy, man. Just lighten it up that's, for them uh, on their third quarterback of the year.
1: It's pretty phenomenal. And Debo's
0: not that hurt, you said?
1: Uh, sprained MCL and sprained ankle.
0: Oh, that's not
1: good. He's, they said I'll be back um, eventually. the um, But, yeah, that's tough. How about them Lions, huh? You drinking the blue Kool-Aid yet? I, um, I mean,
0: they beat my other team, the Vikings. I will say Kirk Cousins, stop! If you blame him in Minnesota, you're an idiot because he absolutely shredded the Lions. He completed he almost eighty percent of his passes Played for great. 426 yards and two touchdowns. He has 15 touchdown passes, two rushing touchdowns, and I think now he's seven and one um, in his career against the Lions. They didn't lose that game because of him, and they're not struggling to win game. You know, like they they're ten and two now, right? Ten and, two, 10, 10, and 10, 10, three. 10 and three now. They're not struggling to barely win games because of the offense. They're struggling because their defense sucks. Like, they gave up mega yards to the yeah, Lions. Ger- Jared Gossman
1: hooping lately, honestly. Yeah, the he Lions, are, really the Lions well. are
0: playing really well. They've got good balance. Um, I think addition by subtraction with no Hawkinson there, honestly. true, Because these other tight ends block. I mean, yeah. Suel gets the that um, was, that was athletic, like, key third down late in the game. Like, what a brilliant mm. play that call. Was... Gutsy. At that point in time, like gutsy Dan, to go Dan's got some... for the fake for the fake punt deep inside your own territory fairly early in the second half. I mean, that was a momentum changer. Um, you know, the Lions have three away games in the next four, and they've been much better waitable at home. home. But waitable. they could win at the Jets. So it's not going to be easy, they, but they could. Um, and then where do they go after that? Uh, Carolina, so that's winnable. Then, home then the Bears, the Bears at home, pack. which you know they play well at home, and then at Green Bay, and it could come down to that at Green Bay for maybe a shot at the playoffs. I mean, Seattle lost, the Giants lost, and the Redskins, oh sorry, Commanders all lost, and the Lions already Redskins. beat the Commanders slash Redskins and Giants, so yep. um, they're even closer to those teams than you would expect. Is like, wow, I mean. You're playing meaningful football in December, and and by meaningful, not like trying to tank for the number one pick. Pretty amazing. Pretty
1: crazy. This Pretty is, amazing. Uh, it's it's fun to play meaningful games late in the season.
0: I mean, can we just like, how about this? I, I lobby for this this year. Throw out the NFC and the AFC South. They don't get to get in the playoffs because they suck. Like Tennessee got waxed by Jacksonville, and yet I think they're still in first place. Mm-hmm. Um, the the. The Bucks are 6-7, and seven, right? And they're, yeah, they're tied for, or they're in first place in the AFC South. I'm so tired of Tom Brady. Like, go away already. Clearly, you're not good anymore. Shouldn't have divorced Giselle. Um, but, like, other games, I mean, the Chargers and the Dolphins was a good game last night. Yeah. Um, you know, we got some Saturday. Now we get into the holidays, so we've got some Saturday and Sunday games to mix in with the with the um, Thursday and Monday games, So, yeah, it's, it's going to be a little interesting push. Um, something for the Lions fans out there. Um, you know, I think we're probably getting pretty close to being done with buys now. Yeah, I think all they're right? all done now. So, everybody's everybody's with. all in, and, and we'll see what happens in the home stretch. Yeah, so it's exciting.
1: Um, NFL's been great this year.
0: So, here's a fun one. Uh, this happened the other night. If You know, you kind of got to be a hockey fan, and you certainly probably have to be a Michigan State or a Michigan hockey fan to have seen this, but... Michigan-Michigan State, which, by the way, is the most played college hockey rivalry of all, which is pretty amazing considering the North Dakotas, North Dakota States, Minnesotas, etc. Um, michigan State won 2-1 to one at Munn on Friday. They very rarely play um, two games in two games. It's usually a home-and-home home. turnaround. Went down to um, Ann Arbor on Saturday. michigan you know, held the lead two nothing for much of the game. Michigan state scored a goal within like the last five or six seconds, but you know, you fight till the end, right? You never know. I I was at a game my junior year where Michigan state was down one with four seconds to go with a draw in their own, in their zone. in the opposing zone, I think it was Miami of Ohio, won the draw one timer, tie the game went to overtime. Like you, you don't know, right? Like things can happen. Crazy things happen the way the puck bounces. So Michigan State scores, makes it a 2-1 game, probably over, but it's not. You know, they're fighting until the end. And a Michigan player took exception with the fact that Michigan State scored and probably celebrated. Of course you celebrate when you score a goal in hockey, and cross-checked him to the neck. And then after the game, in the handshake line, if there was one, a, bra- a brawl ensued. Like, can you imagine if the shoe was on the other foot or the, the skate was on the other foot in this case, if you will, if that was a Michigan State player that did that to Michigan, Jim Harbaugh and Ward Manuel would be doing the talking for Michigan's coach about how Michigan State should be put in jail for assault. That's you want to talk about assault with a deadly weapon, a stick to the neck, in the jugular area, cheap shot like that? Are you kidding me? But let's see, let's wait. Oh, oh, you hear the? Oh, those yeah, are crickets. Those are crickets from the Big Ten because the Big Ten won't do anything about Mozzie Smith. The Big Ten won't do anything about that because it's Michigan and Michigan's protected because of their stupid winged helmet and the maize and blue and the blah, 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 blah. I am so freaking tired of that. Like, that was a cheap shot. And the, the guy from Michigan State, like, acted, hey, you know what? Look, I do some things on the ice. I probably deserved it. Um, he, he took no exception to it, even though he probably really did and should have. I hope the next time they go out, when the game's over, he just absolutely slashes the back of a Michigan player, you know, takes out his knee for that kind of behavior. Tit for tat, boys. Tit for tat. That was disgusting. Yep.
1: Kyler Murray, non-contact knee injury.
0: He should go to baseball. He's overrated. Too little. I don't the think he's Cliff that great. be Cliff Kingsbury.
1: It's all she wrote.
0: That happened in the game tonight? Mm-hmm.
1: 0-0 zero, zero, almost at the end of the first. Yes. Yeah, a Riveting game. Well, do sprint.
0: Yeah, let's do the sprint.
1: All right. Um, What record wins the Big Ten this year?
0: Oh yeah, we didn't do picks this year like we did last year. Oh boy, um, man, I might go as far as saying, I will say, I think fourteen and six will win it. I think like a Purdue, Purdue's probably the most positioned to go like a fourteen and six or a fifteen and five. I mean, who's going to stop ED? And then they've got some other Dickinson. nice pieces and parts, right? Um, so I'll I'll say I'll say fifteen and five. But let me just say, like, there's going to be a glut of teams, like t- between eight and twelve, and twelve and eight. I really think. I, I think, think I think Purdue wins the Big Ten by two or three games at fifteen and five. I said fourteen and six.
1: I think wins it. I think it wins it outright. I think it's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, I, I an think an absolute so too. bloodbath.
0: Um.
1: Okay, and does going. that
0: mean more births in March and then more early exits? Or does it mean, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what that does for, for them from a births perspective.
1: Um, all right. This is just kind of like best Christmas time, winter, I guess winter time, like treat thing. So, you know, like, you know, a special from a, from a, you know, a Starbucks, from a Chick-fil-A, something like that. Like a special drink or a special mm. food.
0: Anything peppermint, I feel yeah. like I have not had one yet. But like the peppermint frosty, I got to try that. Uh, like a peppermint mocha from—it's not—it's yeah. against my carb diet, um, my diabetes diet. <laughs> I'm supposed to avoid it, but like, like a peppermint mocha from Starbucks, you know, something like that. Like everybody loves their pumpkin. Screw pumpkin. It's all peppermint for me. Yeah, I said the peppermint ch- uh, chip
1: shake at uh, Chick Fil A. Ooh, I've not had it's that, really good. But I bet you it's good. It's really good. Um, what else we got here? Um, I heard someone asked. There's something about this on something I was reading earlier. Worst MSU basketball loss. Like just like that, just made you sad. Oh
0: man, that's a tough one. It's the most sad because I mean, you know, when you lose a game when you think you're gonna go far in the tournament, that's sad. Ah, um, oh, boy. Uh, you know, I, I think we were at Michigan State Toledo. That was pretty hard to take. Um, Izzo lost that game. Lost to somebody else. Southern? No, not It was Mike Davis. Uh, Texas, Texas Southern. Southern. Yeah, like uh, those are more of like they're not sad as just they're like what what the hell Why? just happened. Uh, man, I, that's a good question. Like saddest it it's got to be you know oh boy. Maybe the Butler Final Four game because Michigan State kind of yeah. got screwed in that, and That's that, a that was one. a Final Four that they could have won. Yeah, because uh, Duke good was good and they won the championship, but they weren't that good. I mean, Butler almost beat them at the buzzer on a half-court shot, so I'd go. I'd probably go with that. That's a good one. It's probably. I didn't probably even think about there. that. Uh, I said that was tough between Middle Tennessee. Oh, that was a that tough, was one terrible, terrible. Yeah. and then Syracuse. Weber State. How could I forget that? Dobbin. Well, Chris wasn't there, but Dob and Jeff were there. 2018. Syracuse. That was awful. Yeah, that was bad. That's because you didn't give me KFC before the yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly damn right. you. It's your fault. Weber State. We drove all night. Senior year, three. We were a three seed. They were a fourteen seed. We had the first game of the nightcap. Me, Jeff, and Dob, and we lost, and it was just like a total gut punch. We didn't even know what we were going to do from there because we just assumed that we were going to, we were going we to go pretty far. And I'll tell you another one. This is prior to your time, but. Um, 1989, I think it was 89 or 90. Uh, maybe it was 1990. I can't remember which. I think it was 90. It was 99 or 1990. Um, Georgia Tech hits a game tying shot after the buzzer that put it into overtime. Michigan State would have gone to the Elite Eight and played a Minnesota team and it had owned that year to go to the Final Four. It was 1990 they would have got their ass kicked by UNLV because UNLV was stocked then and they beat Duke by, like, 40 in the championship. But um, that was another sad one. Like, that was right about the time that I converted to being a Michigan State fan and to watch that happen, I think his foot was on the line and it was after the buzzer, so they got doubly screwed. Yeah, that sucks. That's
1: tough. Uh, last one, uh, golf. Um, are you? Uh, you think you're gonna hit the sim this year? You're gonna take just take some time off, let the swing heal.
0: Swing heal. I kicked your ass this year, man. I, I need to keep the mo going. I I wish we had a t- high enough ceiling in our basement to put a sim in here because. That'd be sweet man, I would. We got the. I'm gonna work on my putting some more because I kind of lost a little bit of touch on the. I drove the ball well last year and didn't put it as well. Yeah, I'd like to hit the sim at least a couple of times. Um, it's fun. Yeah, it's it's just fun. It's it's fun to hit the sticks. It's not completely real, but it's not bad, right? It's better than nothing. I'm looking forward to Top Golf down in Orlando this weekend. I'm looking mm. forward to, you know, playing with Chris and Dob, playing planning our uh, our fiftieth birthday trip. Not sure yet if we're going to go to Orlando, if we're going to maybe go to Vegas, if we're going to go to Scottsdale, um, Vegas. Our plan was Vegas during. March first week of March Madness, but it's also Saint Patrick's Day and the rooms are outrageous. It's like seven hundred fifty bucks a night for like the flamingo, which is garbage. So we're gonna look at VRBO and hopefully do that. So I've got that. That's my probably my first legit golf to look forward to. So yeah, I'll have to sim a couple times. Be fun. That's it. That's
1: one hundred and two. Nice. Appreciate you guys listening. One hundred and we'll um,
0: two in the books. A little bit more fun on this one. We'll probably have a little bit more fun next week too in the holidays, and then we can yep. start amping up the the playoff and getting closer to Big Ten basketball and if you got anything else you want us to talk about last year was about the time we had special guests so maybe we got to find a special guest to bring on the show yeah we might
1: have to appreciate you guys listening
0: yep find us on anywhere that you find your podcasts Um, our numbers are going up and up and up and uh, we appreciate that so keep listening Uh, meantime as Buddy the Elf once said and possibly suggested Ryan that you use as a pickup line I think you're really beautiful and I feel really warm when I'm around you and my tongue spells up.